0: Hi, welcome to the Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. This podcast is to inspire, support, and build community for mothers raising children with autism. I'm Bridget Shipman, the host and creator of the Mother's Guide Through Autism. This podcast has been inspired by my son, Joseph, who has been living with autism for the past 28 years. Welcome to another episode of Mother's Guide Through Autism podcast. I am excited to speak to all of you today on the topic of self-compassion. That's what I'm going to be talking about today. And it's important, I feel like, to take a moment and discuss self-compassion Because we've got Mother's Day coming up, and there are so many ways to celebrate being a mother. And one of the ways that I like to celebrate is by doing things that I love. In the past, I always spent every Mother's Day with my children, obviously, loved every minute of it. And this year, my children who are grown will not be with me on Mother's Day. So I have decided to begin a new tradition. The Mother's Days that I do get to spend with them will I look forward to, will cherish. But I'm going to expand my Mother's Day this year. So here is what I'm talking about, and I hope that you consider this and apply some of this to yourself, and let's just see how it goes. I'm going to up my self-compassion this year, so for 2021 and 2022, for one whole year until we celebrate altogether, hopefully Mother's Day um, next year, I want to spend a a year practicing self-compassion. I have done this work and I've embraced it. And my hope is to spread hope and inspiration to any mother guides who listen to this podcast. I feel like it is important to acknowledge that whoever you are, wherever you are, listening to this episode, that you practice giving yourself the same love and understanding that you do to everybody else. Because my hunch is, as a mother, you are very, very good at nurturing, understanding, forgiving, upping your self-compassion, and certainly having empathy for your family, first and foremost, your children, and then, of course, all your loved ones that are around you. And I know that Mother's Day is a national holiday, and everybody values that celebration differently, And I want to expand on that celebration to give every mother who's listening an opportunity to practice it year round, because that's what I'm going to try this year. I've always done a pretty good job, uh, especially probably the past five years of practicing self-compassion. So I want to... Talk about what self compassion is, first of all, and my understanding of it. And of course, as always, I love to hear from all of you uh, and what your interpretation of it is and how you practice it, where you could improve, where you want to spend this next year, and how you want to spend it celebrating your motherhood and, most importantly, yourself as a mother. And so this goes deeper than being a mom, right? This is all about your whole self. So when I was a teacher in the classroom and I taught preschool through high school and then ended as a director of a program before I left my educational career to pursue this career, I always told in leading other teachers and also speaking to the students and the parents that I try to teach to the whole child. So that concept is when I had a topic to teach, knowledge to share, along with the resources, I wanted to make sure that I was speaking to that whole person. So, I'm going to apply that to what we're talking about today and with self compassion. So, when I'm speaking of self compassion for this next year, I'm speaking on the whole person, your whole self, my whole self. So, what does that look like? What does that mean? For me, it means that I'm going to encompass my mind, my body, and my spirit with nurturing myself, with being more compassionate to myself. And what I mean by that is I personally am very hard on myself. And I often have to remind myself that I am just experiencing this human condition with the rest of the world and that, yes, I am going to make mistakes. I don't intentionally set out to hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm sure that I do. I'm sure that I don't say the right thing at the right time. I've often put my foot in my mouth. I mostly, when I reflect is what I'm hardest on is I, I really am working on being kinder. So I'm really good about acknowledging the areas that I want to become a better person, a deeper human being of understanding for others. But now I want to flip that to myself. So how can I be kinder to myself how can I be more forgiving when I do make those, those errors, those mistakes? Um, and, and not just for others, but for myself. How can I nurture? How can I be empathetic to myself, for myself, as a human being, as a woman, as a mother? How can I turn it around and let myself know that in every moment I am honoring the intention of being a better person, although I don't always show up the way I'd like to show up? So how am I going to practice being more compassionate, more loving, more forgiving, kinder, offer myself more understanding in this life, I'm going to begin with noticing how I talk to myself. I think that's a big one is I have really noticed myself talk. When I do make mistakes, I am negative. I'm really hard on myself, like I said. So let's apply that. So self-talk, let's really take a moment and just notice how we are speaking to ourselves. Are we speaking to ourselves with kindness, love, understanding, compassion, or are we beating ourselves up, right? If our child makes a mistake, we may offer knowledge and um, give them some tools, right, to, to know how to offer and improve whatever mistake it was that they did. It's, it's a lesson to learn, certainly. And then there's always love and understanding and compassion at the end of whatever lesson it is that we're trying to teach our children as they become adults, and even when they are adults, So I I am really going to pay attention to my self-talk, and when I hear myself go negative, I'm going to come back with something positive. So that's one thing I'm going to really practice and work on this year. The other thing that I'm going to offer myself is nurturing space. So I put self-care as an act of nurturing under the umbrella of self-compassion and everybody has a different take on it. I have been doing health and wellness retreats, offering women these tools to nurture themselves with self-care. So certainly self-care looks lots of different ways to to a lot of different people, for me, it is offering myself uh, whatever it is that I'm needing. For example, if I'm tired, which we all know we get there, right? Then I'm going to offer myself rest. I think it's really important to pay attention and remember this is the whole person mind, body, spirit. So where does my body need the most care? How can I nurture myself? And I don't know about you, but when I get exhausted, that is also plays into my mood, my spirit, my mind. And so I think it's really important to, for myself, um, to make sure that I'm getting the rest that I need and that certainly is self-care. A lot of us like to get our nails done. That that's fun self-care for sure. But taking that just a little bit deeper to give my body and mind and spirit some some rest, some space. The other thing I'm going to include under my self-compassion is to have more fun, to play. I love the discussions that I have with with my colleagues in you know these adult recess. The concept of an adult recess is so much fun. And actually doing an adult recess is even more fun. So how can I incorporate more play? How can I do that? How can I have more adult recess? And that again looks different, right? It, it just depends on what you are craving. I have often just enjoyed getting outside. I love planting flowers, digging in the dirt. That to me is is fun. I also like to socialize with fellow women, my, my tribe, and do things, walks, Uh, Whatever it is that we decide to do together, that to me is an adult recess. Uh, It could also be something that I have been wanting to do uh, for a long time. And that is to, I'm going to go get a guitar and I'm going to reteach myself how to play an acoustic guitar. For me, that's adult recess. And you can even go as far as what did you enjoy to do when you were a child? I enjoyed teaching myself, you know, how to play an instrument. I loved that. That was fun to me. Uh, I loved riding bikes. I loved doing so many things outdoors and just getting outside more often, but not for a reason, not. Because I have to, because I want to go outside to play. It's adult recess. So those are three things that I'm sharing under the topic of self-compassion for this next year. That again, is paying attention to how I speak to myself. I'm going to be kinder to myself. I'm going to nurture my mind, body, and spirit, whatever the calling may be. Whatever it is, more sleep, more of the the physical part. You know, I love massages too if my body's aching. I'm just going to listen to myself and I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to incorporate more play. So I have possibly, for sure, not possibly, I'm going to do more rest. I know that. I'm going to give myself more space as well. So I hope these tips and suggestions, and I'm not going to really call this a challenge. I'm going to call this an opportunity to really become more loving to myself, more nurturing and compassionate, and actually Get a deeper sense of self compassion and love for self. So, I hope you'll join me this next year. And I hope that you'll also share some of the things that you're going to be doing as you get a deeper practice and a deeper understanding of how you're going to spend your time under the self-compassion umbrella, what does that look like for you? I would love to know. Another interesting question to ask yourself as we begin this year of self-compassion, deeper sense is, where are you right now in this moment? Do you love yourself? Do you really feel like you love yourself? So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest on the scale of self-love, self-compassion, where are you right now? So take a moment, reflect and answer that question. And then I would love for you to play a little bit with this and list some of the evidence of how you got whatever number you, you received and gave yourself on the self-compassion scale of 1 to 10. So, for example, if you did a 4 you you give your you give yourself um the number 4 on the scale that lets you know hmm interesting i have some room to grow here and then list the evidence that you have already acquired of where you got that 4 i know that for myself I would give myself some days a five, other days an eight. So I'm, I'm in a range and you may be in a range too. And some of the, some of the evidence that I have is that I, I have given myself space. I've given myself the opportunity to just listen to myself. I I began this self-compassion journey, like I said, about five years ago. So this has been a process. Uh, I would say at the beginning of my self-compassion improvement plan, if you will, I would say I was anywhere from three, I I would say three would have been very solid, Uh, not because I didn't want to have more self-compassion. I just didn't. I didn't know how. I didn't even know how to begin. So I think this topic is important for, for all of us. And wherever you are on this scale, give yourself some love. Give yourself a celebration if you're doing well with it. And give yourself extra love if you are at a, at a lower number, a two, a three, or wherever it is that you're at. And this is just the beginning of this deepening journey of self-compassion and love. So I really am curious to hear from you. Uh, A lot of you will email me and let me know how it's going. I appreciate that. It's just great feedback. And if you really want to experiment with this and pay it forward, it would be awesome to get a sister, maybe your own mother. If you're fortunate enough to have your grandmother or just your tribe of women, To dedicate and commit to one year of practicing and deepening your self-compassion for your whole self, your mind, your body, and your spirit, that just will grow and encourage and inspire uh, along this journey for this year. So that's just another suggestion I would have is to, you know, so to speak, Get this self-compassion beginning and party started with with other women to help celebrate. And then at the end of the year, go back to this reflection question of where you were at on your self-compassion grading scale, if you will, the scale of one to 10, and see how much Your self-compassion is grown because my hunch is that it will grow and you will find yourself in a much more peaceful place to increase your rest, your play, your self-care, self-compassion, and your willingness to notice how you speak to yourself. I am going to leave you with My hope for this next year is for myself to increase my self-compassion to a beautiful higher number. I'm going to shoot for a nine. If I get to 10, oh, I'll do a separate podcast on that celebration for all of us. (laughs) So I am going to sign off. Leave you with a lot of self-compassion, enjoyment coming your way. May you stay well and safe and love yourself. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and share it on social media. You can download my free guide, Five Things I Wish I Knew Raising My Son With Autism, by going to my website, bmvlifecoach.com. Also, please join our private Facebook group, Mother's Guide Through Autism, to get support. I'm sending you all love and hope. Thanks so much for listening.